Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. I hope everyone enjoyed the lovely episode with my gorgeous mom, Auntie Chitra, last week. She dropped a lot of gems and we ended that podcast episode with a question from a caller that was basically about toxicity, toxic dating and toxic positivity. And I thought, you know what? There's a lot I want to talk about with regard to this topic, toxicity. And I thought, why not, you know, start with a three-parter? So, This is part one, which is going to be my take on this whole toxic culture that we all live in. And then part two will be with my pod squad, the OG threesome, Aditya and Sheetal. And we're just going to vent about things that trigger us, toxic positivity and triggering toxic things. And... Finally, we will end on a positive note with Hot Neighbor Julio, that will be part three, on, you know, toxicity 
and dating and relationships. I think we live in a world now in which toxicity is inevitable. We all have toxic traits and we're trained to look for the negative, to look for the toxic tendencies. You know, we are told to look for the red flags. Why not look for the green flags? I just think we're headed in the wrong direction as a society. That's my personal opinion. And we're forced to focus on the toxic aspects of life. And to be honest, growing up in middle school, high school, and even college, I didn't really hear hear the word toxic as much as I do now. You know, for me, it was a song by Britney Spears. Shout out to Britney Spears, who just got engaged. And, you know, there is a nano chance she might listen to the currently cringing podcast. If she is listening, congratulations. We all know she's not listening, but a girl can dream. And, you know, I will say, I I hope you have a prenup, hon. That's my advice. But I digress. Toxicity and toxic culture, and it's in pop culture, and toxic vibes, and toxic energy. And we just hear this word all the time now on social media, in the internet, in our lives. Toxic work culture. And in my opinion, the truth is, I think we've just created a cage for ourselves where we're afraid to speak because of cancel culture. Things just aren't as fun anymore. We don't want to hurt people's feelings. We're, you know, not really free to express our opinions because we want to be mindful, which is all, you know, leading to toxic positivity. And we'll get to that. And then even in dating culture, you know, all we see in the memes and when we talk with our friends are, oh, ghost his ass or don't reply to her or make her wait or leave her on red or, you know, I'm guilty of this too. Like have a roster, talk to multiple people at once. And it's just not healthy. We've gotten to a point where a lot of people prefer being alone. And that's not okay. And I'm guilty of this. You know, I have my amazing family. I have my inner circle, my core group. But for the most part, I try to avoid people because I just don't want to deal. Because you're just so afraid that you're going to piss someone off or say the wrong thing or, you know be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And we've just created this environment for ourselves now where we're just living in fear and we are toxic and we want to do toxic things and say toxic things. But then we also want to be positive to the point where the situation might be dire and awful and we're afraid to even say something because we want to be positive. It's crazy. And so I just wanted to get into this topic because people just aren't allowed to be themselves. You know, as a society, we don't let people just be. For example, I was having a discussion with the pod squad and we will have them on next week and we will talk talk about toxic triggers. But we were discussing, you know, all the weddings that are happening now because of 
you know, all the COVID wedding cancellations and now everyone's having their wedding and how all of it kind of seems obsolete. You guys know how I feel about marriage, but I just, I think it's, you know, something I want to do, but it just, everything just seems kind of irrelevant right now with, you know, in the big picture with everything that's going on in the world. Having said that, we were just discussing, and I'll talk about myself. As someone who has never been married, who doesn't have children, the toxic positivity that I have in my life is that if someone gets engaged, if there's a bridal shower, if there's a bachelor party or a bachelorette party, because, you know, your girl gets invited to both. If there's a baby shower or forget the first baby, okay? People are having baby showers for like their fourth child, which I don't understand. And I'm happy for them, but I don't understand. As the friend with no children, like giving my friend a gift for their fourth child and their fourth child's first birthday and their fourth child's graduation. It's a little exhausting, I will say. Having said that, you know, I feel that I, as someone who doesn't have children or a partner that I'm married to or is a fiance or that I'm engaged or, you know, a longtime partner, I feel like I am not allowed to have an opinion because automatically people will think I'm jealous. And that's my problem. That's an issue with me that I have because I'm trying to be mindful, but because I'm being mindful, I can't have an opinion. And that's toxic. For example, everyone in the group chat will have an opinion about someone's engagement ring, right? And I'll just stay quiet because I feel like whether I say, oh, I didn't like the ring or, oh, the ring is gorgeous. People are going to think I'm jealous because I don't have a ring. And that's not the case. But my intuition, I am highly intuitive, tells me that, Anish, don't say anything. People are going to be think you're jealous. Or if there's a baby shower and I'm like, why is this person having a baby shower for their fifth child? And that's their prerogative. They can have a baby shower for their 10th child. But I am just expressing my opinion. But I feel like I can't even do that because I don't have a child. And people will think, oh, you're jealous because you don't even have one child or you don't even have a boyfriend that or you're that you're engaged to. I have a boyfriend. He's very handsome and cute. But you know what I mean. And we walk on these eggshells and I think I'm just tired of it. You know, what happened to just being vulnerable, expressing yourself, being kind? You know, even in dating, like how about just telling someone You know, I know in this dating culture, people are talking to hundreds of people at a time, like 50 at a time. So it's impossible to tell each person that you're not interested. So I understand that. But what happened to just being polite, you know, and maybe I struggle with this because of my upbringing. And yes, you know, I'm a petty bitch, you know, and you do see that sometimes on the show I'm on, Family Karma. And that is part of who I am, but it's a part of who I am. And that character that's exaggerated on TV, you know, throughout this hot girl summer, 
you know, I was traveling, I was meeting everyone in the IG fam and so many people who watched the show and so many people. I think the number one question I got was, oh my gosh, like Anish, you're actually so nice. You're one of the nicest people I've met. I didn't think you would be nice. Like I'm in shock. Like, how are you so kind? And I'm flabbergasted because I know I'm kind. You know, I'm not the Dalai Lama, or as my mom would say, the Dalai Lama. But, you know, I was brought up in a kind home with, you know, a kind family. So naturally, I'm most likely going to be kind. And I'm a giver. So I just think what happened to just being, you know, and not looking for the toxic. And like I said, we all have toxic traits. But we live in a society where we truly can't be ourselves. And when I say ourselves, I mean within reason, right? Like there are boundaries. Like if you're a racist fuck, then you should not, you know, engage in society. You should probably stay at home and lock yourself in your room. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm just saying we're we're just so careful now to the point that it just nothing feels authentic, especially in dating. And my sister was in town this weekend, you know, and her one request, you know, she's from L.A. She lives in L.A. She's like, Anish, I just want to go to the club. And I was like, you got this because we are from Miami, which is like the clubbing capital of America. And we had a lovely time and it was a bunch of us girls and, of course, hot neighbor Julio and we were all talking to him about our individual relationships and what's going on and what he thinks from the guy's perspective. We were picking his brain. And so many of my girlfriends were asking him all these questions about toxic behavior. And none of it made sense to me, you know? And me and Julio were like, why are you talking to these people who are toxic, you know? And I think we've been conditioned to almost like toxic behavior, you know, social media, TV or Netflix, you know, all these shows, all these celebrities and all these songs we listen to. They all promote toxic relationships. You know, I love Cardi B, but even she's like, oh, you know, guys love a toxic bitch. And I think it's true. I think it's true. And if you find the gem who doesn't fall into that category, and that's going to be rare because someone toxic is going to have self-awareness. I mean, someone non-toxic is going to have self-awareness. They're going to be, you know, mentally sure of who they are. And they're going to know, you know, their mental state and take care of whatever might not be, you know, you know, if they're not feeling well mentally, they're they're going to take care of themselves. You know, if they have a mental disorder, you know, hopefully it's diagnosed. But most people, just day-to-day people, I'm noticing are in toxic relationships. You know, I have a very good couple friend. They've been together for years. And they're in this vicious cycle of fighting and making up. 
fighting and making up. And you hear it all the time, like, oh, the makeup sex is so good or the rough sex after we fight or, you know, we love, you know, I love she keeps me on my toes or she's a firecracker. And we glamorize this. And it's not healthy. And I know I'm probably standing here on the sidelines like alone, but I just, I just am not a proponent of toxic behavior. I'm just not. And I will call it out. And like I said, we all have toxic traits, but for the most part, I will call it out and I will leave your ass, whether it's a friendship or a job, a coworker or a relationship I'm in with someone, I will leave because I don't have the mental capacity or the emotional space for it. And I don't know why so many of you are in this, are in this toxic back and forth. It boggles my mind. And I guess I'm just urging all of you to come from a place of love. Like, let's change the narrative. Come from a place of love, kindness, and peace. I know I sound like, you know, Mother Teresa here, but I'm just hearing so much of this. For example, I got a DM from an IG fam and she said, you know, my husband loves fighting at night and I don't know if he does it on purpose, but we get into a big fight and then we have like crazy sex. And I told her, I said, toxic behavior is rooted in stress and trauma. And we don't know what that root cause is. That's, you know, that depends on the individual. And I'm not a psychiatrist, but one of my good friends, Dr. Nancy, is a psychiatrist. And I would love to have you on the podcast, Nancy, if you're listening. You know, and I've consulted her many times regarding my different relationships, you know, because she's a psychiatrist. And a lot of toxic behavior comes from the need for validation. You know, people cheat because they want validation, because they are insecure internally and they seek validation repeatedly because they are never, it's never enough because they don't feel enough. And so you have to ask yourself in your relationships, you know, what are you looking for? You know, if you are in it for the toxic thrill, then, you know, kudos to you. I just don't think it's getting us anywhere as a society. And I and I just I know we've created, you know, these games like oh don't call him or on all that stuff. Like I mean there's even a hashtag, you know, toxic talk on TikTok, which is crazy and it tells you like how to keep someone by being toxic and it's it's mind-blowing to me. So just to kick off this three-parter, I'd like to give you, you know, toxic traits, what to look for. What are the signs of a toxic person? Identify those signs. And, you know, that meme where what are the signs of a toxic person? And then you're looking in the mirror and it's you. You know, we've all been there, hon. We all we all have toxic tendencies. But I urge you to, you know, look in the mirror and look at 
you know, your relationships. And to really come from a place of love and maybe help the person or help yourself. But I think we need to change the narrative. We need to just stop using the word toxic and maybe maybe use the word love. Because it's something that's been coming up a lot on this podcast, you know, toxic relationships, toxic dating, toxic, toxic this, toxic that. And I just think we should change it, you know. So anywho, what are what are the, you know, traits or what should you look for in toxic behavior? Well, using mental tricks. This is according to Google, right? Like we all get our information from the internet. Remember, they would tell us, don't get your information from the internet. Well, that's, are you going to go to the encyclopedia? I don't know. So anywho, according to Google, uh, using mental tricks, okay, that's mind games, guilting someone into doing things for you, exploiting emotions, pressuring someone to make decisions before they're ready, victimhood, you know, playing the victim, pretending to be ignorant, needing attention, not respecting boundaries, and gaslighting. So how do you, I guess, prevent all of this? Well, you set boundaries or you cut them off. And I think we are going to list out a bunch of things that are triggering because of toxic culture in the next podcast. But I'm going to end this podcast with a quote, podcast episode with a quote that I love. Peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be still in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. So things might be toxic around you and in your life, but you don't have to be toxic. And so I'm going to leave you with an affirmation. I am peace. Thank you for listening, guys. I can't wait for next week because we are going to talk about all the things that trigger us. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.